I'm Mark Hoke, and I've got to tell you about the incredible Family Soul Restaurant. They're the only soul food restaurant in Northwest Las Vegas, and simply put, they're the best in the city. Dan and his family have always treated me like I was a part of theirs every time we come in, and we never leave hungry. Start off with the amazing appetizers like their mac and cheese crab balls, crispy wings, and Dan's soul rolls. Then dive into Family Soul's dinners with homemade catfish, hot links, and fried chicken with all the amazing sides you could ever want and finish it off with homemade peach cobbler and banana pudding. Plus, they're now open for breakfast Friday through Sunday, too. So head on over to Family Soul Restaurant right now at 2300 North Rainbow Boulevard, Suite 108, just off the Lake Mead and Cheyenne exits of I-95. Check them out at FamilySoulRestaurant.com or call 725-205-5085 for hours in their menu. Mention KDWN and get the People's Choice Special of Catfish, Yams, and Greens for just $15.99. It's food for the soul and the family, Family Soul Restaurant. 1015 FM, 720 AM. KDON, the talk of Las Vegas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. One full hour of wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's bring on the tag team of Andrew Fish Fame. Joe DeFalco, and your host, Mark Hoke. Anybody get suspended yet? Anybody else? Anyone? No? No? Just checking. Making sure. Suspension-free zone. (laughs) I don't know about that. But hey, welcome to the Mark Hoke Show, everybody. I'm Mark Hoke. Thank you for being with us. The number one pro wrestling show here in Las Vegas and... You know, eh, just across the galaxy. I like galaxy. You know, everybody uses universe and nation. We need to use different things. So let's go galaxy. Galaxy works. Galaxy's pretty Solar big. system. Yeah, something like that. It's all right. But I'm Mark Hoke. Andrew Fishfane. That's me. Sporting that Dodger blue, baby. 100 wins. That's it? That's it so far. I expected more. Yeah, well, season's not over yet. <laughs> that is very true. And of course, from future stars of wrestling, he is the overlord of that great organization, Joe DeFalco. Everybody, Joe, how are you? Oh, wonderful! Getting ready for week two of the NFL. Yeah, it's going to be a an interesting week after everybody shook off the rust, considering nobody played in the preseason. So we'll see if see if the real teams show up this week. But I'll tell you what, we've got a crazy show for you today all sorts of interesting news and notes and in the second hour boy are we going to have some fun i am just dripping with honey for this one come on fish give me something on that not even a blah it was a reach Uh, it was a reach but we are very excited to have a guy who is really ensconced in wrestling history if and doing even more research on him, it's amazing how deep he is from the territories to wrestling in Japan and, of course, WWE. And, you know, just has teamed with so many wrestlers and wrestled so many different guys over the years. It's incredible. And, of course, uh, he's the president and CEO of the Cauliflower Alley Club, which has their big event coming up here 
at the Plaza in Las Vegas uh, on the 26th through the 28th. That's going to be a lot of fun where you can get come down and meet some of the wrestlers and huge banquet and all sorts of terrific stuff going on for that fine organization that helps wrestlers out who are having issues. B. Brian Blair is going to be on the show. How about that, guys? See that, Joe? We mentioned him last week. He's on the show this week. Unbelievable. It was like yesterday I was at the casino, and I talked about two different bands, and all of a sudden they played on the uh, speaker within two minutes. That's amazing. See, you need to mention the lottery numbers now. (laughs) Yeah, that's all I need. Two, seven, nine. There we go. All right. So we're looking forward to having B. Brian Blair on in the second hour. And that's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, the Killer Bees, such a, uh, I, you know, I think people appreciate them even more now than they did back when they were wrestling in the WWE. They're, uh, it's a fascinating story. With it those it guys. seems that back then, to be considered a good tag team, you didn't necessarily have to win a tag title. Now you have to win a tag title to be down, go down as a memorable tag team. You know, and and it's funny that when I was thinking about the great tag teams that didn't win a, a world championship in either the WWF, the NWA, or the AWA. I mean, the Killer Bees are right at the top of that list. I mean, you think about teams like maybe the Fantastics, the Fabulous Ones. Uh, the Fantastics never won a tag team title? Not a world title, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were no young stallions, those guys. <laughs> yeah. Power and Glory, I don't think they... No, actually, they did win a tag title. Power and Glory did not. They were, no. They, uh, I love Power and Glory. I don't think they ever won the tag title. No, either. they did not. I know they lost to the Road Warriors in one of the WrestleManias in like 30 seconds. Yeah, they got decked pretty quick. But but Brian and, uh, of course, with his partner Jim Brunzel formed the Killer Bees and were just an unbelievably over-tag team. And uh, we're going to get to talk to B. Brian Blair uh, next time around. Joe, you had thought some I was going to say, I think they did win the tag titles at a taping where they had them with the belts. And then they decided against it or something because they used to do that back in the day. They would, you know, they'd come out with the belts because they were taping, you know, in advance and some stuff would air before other stuff. And uh, I think it was the same thing with the Rockers. The Rockers. Back in those days, they would have these tapings. These guys would come out with belts that they were supposed to win. And then they, for some reason, decided against it. Yeah, the Rockers was the most infamous one because that was the one where they beat the Hart Foundation, but the the ring rope had snapped, and they wrestled the whole match with the ring rope broken. And for some reason, and it was a TV taping, so for some reason they didn't go back and redo it or anything like that. And Vince was apparently so upset about how the match looked that they took the belts off of them and just acted like it never happened. That was pretty crazy. That is crazy. I, you know, and you, th- these are some of the great stories that you don't know necessarily know about unless you are, are, are a true wrestling historian. Yeah. So. Or lived in Allentown, Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh yeah, or lived in Allentown, Pennsylvania. I was in South Central, South Central, PA, two hours away, baby. Ham, the Hamburg Gym wasn't that far, so pretty cool stuff. But yeah, so looking forward to talking to. I mean, I it, the the discussion could go anywhere. Be Brian Blair. So we'll look forward to that. In the next hour, uh, gotta say, guys, I think the big headline of the week is the, the is the uh, more than obvious showdown between Jericho and Mo- uh, between Daniel Bryan, or Bran- sorry, Brian Danielson and Moxley on Wednesday. No, we're gonna get to that. Like I said, it, 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 
you couldn't have made it more obvious who was going to be there by when you put it when you put the brackets out. Well, that happens a lot. Well, you know, sometimes that isn't the worst thing. You want to you want to be safe. Like, do you, do you really want Sammy Guevara in that match? And then he posts a tweet stuff like he's ready to leave. Yeah, it, but we'll we'll talk about what's going on AEW and Grand Slam coming up this week. But the one that I'm sure is that is catching mainstream attention, and I got to say, I am not excited about this at all. Logan Paul. Logan Paul at the next Crown Jewel event will be challenging Roman Reigns for the WWE Universal I did not see the press conference. The press conference was yesterday here in Vegas, wasn't it? Yes, it was. I did not see yeah, it. My, my son was actually taking photos for uh, Heyman and stuff. He went down there. Yeah, how was it? Uh, you know, it was good. Unfortunately, you know, the guy, the wrestlers kind of ushered in. Obviously, we know Solo Sokoa very well. But my son said he didn't get the opportunity to, like, they talked to them because kind of they, they filmed some stuff and then they whisked them away all on the bus to to get out of Dodge. But because uh, I went to school with Heyman years ago, so my kid has met him a couple times and always reminds him of who I was. So, so what happened at the press? I didn't see the presser yesterday. Yeah, just, you know, general... Hey, we're gonna have a fight. The challenge. So the challenge was laid down and accepted. Yes, it was. Good lord! What? So, so I can't wait for Jake Paul to do the running. So we have, <laughs> and as you can tell by, I haven't even asked yet, and I'm already seeing and feeling cringes through a phone. Fish is sitting there huffing and puffing like he's been smoking eight packs of cigarettes today. Guys, your thoughts on Logan Paul? Challenging, it is what it be like his third or fourth match for the WWE Championship pointless. against Roman Reigns. Are you kidding me? Fish? I mean, it's pointless. It's either going to be the way everyone thinks that Roman Reigns is going to dominate him, or it becomes a David Arquette scenario. God. I'm just shocked that the Saudi Arabians were so high on Logan Paul that they put him in the match. That's that's what I find interesting because. You know, as as we know, and we've talked about on these Crown Jewel shows, you, you kind of get to pull out the stops a little bit for the Saudi Arabia shows, and they want superstars, and, you know, the Goldberg bookings have happened over there a lot. They they really want to get top, you know, these top names in there. I and was so waiting I'm, for the Hulk Hogan announcement myself. Yeah, I, I'm just, I am just in shock that WWE is making this, the headline match of a pay-per-view for a guy. And and look, Logan Paul has been working hard. There's no question about it. He looks decent in the ring. He's not, you know, he's not some schlub. He's he's really putting the time in. But good lord, Logan Paul challenging for the world championship. I mean, I mean he, on, on SmackDown, he even admitted he said the only way he could win is if he could get that one lucky punch in. Well, at least now they can make Roman Reigns a full-blown baby face, and they got the perfect guy to uh, make that happen. Yeah, this is just—is is that I, what I, you I, see this going, Joe? Is, is a ba- is a face turn for for Reigns? Well, they're cheering him already, and and we're we're told that Logan Paul is a baby face, but every time he talks, you know, they, it was obvious that the bloodline were the baby faces. It's it's like really weird, like. Hey, I'm going to come in and uh, everybody hates me, but I'm going to be a babyface, okay? And I'll sign a contract. Oh, okay, Logan, we'll make you a babyface. You come out, 
and they boo the hell out of him. Like, nobody likes him, and that's fine. He's a good worker. I, I didn't understand why they're doing that, but, man, they're, they're, I don't think anybody is going to be, you know, booing Roman Reigns at this event. No, and to be honest with you, the the only swerve I can see happening is Logan Paul getting that lucky punch in and winning and then Theory coming down and cashing in on him, and that's how they get the belt on Theory. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Right, no, neither do I. That's that's the only plausibility out there that's not going to be, oh, we didn't didn't see this coming. There there have been so many stories out that they are not taking the belt off reins if they are... Going to their, they're the, taking the, plans, they're, the stories the I've been seeing is they're taking one that's of the belts the off of it. They're putting out the stories to shock the world. Yeah, who knows? But I, I just, I feel like this is a stall tactic by WWE almost that they're. Well, they can get away with it. With they, you know, they're not going to give away. You know, it's obvious after Friday it, it will be Cross and McIntyre. So who's really in line for? Roman Reigns. Well, we're already getting two hundred fifty million dollars for this show. Who cares who we put in that spot? Yeah, so we could we could put any chooch in there. They could put you in there, fish. It don't matter. They're still making the money. I, I, hey, I'd love to go in there, but uh, the, you know the, the the rumor I'm hearing is that the, the the idea for WWE now is Triple H is going to strip Roman Reigns of the World Championship because he hasn't been on Raw or defended it, and that's how they're going to get one of the belts off of him, keep him as the Universal Champion, and that's the way you get one belt off of him and keep him undefeated and and not lower his character. Yeah, you know, I, again, it's wrestling, as I explain to people when we do stuff. The fans will be told whatever we want to tell them, and they will accept it. And sometimes it makes sense, and sometimes it doesn't make sense. But the bottom line is we, as the producers, as we, the bookers, we're, we're making the story work for the way we want to do it. And sometimes it's a terrible way to get to where you got to get, but unfortunately you got to do it. And there'll be an outcry for a little while, like, oh, I can't believe they did that. And then within, you know, it's a new world in 2022. It just, it happens and it's accepted. It's terrible, but it's the way it is. Yeah, but there's no possible good spin on this story of Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns because the only possible outcomes are Logan Paul winning, which would absolutely be ridiculous, or Roman Reigns winning, which is absolutely expected. So there's nothing good that can come out of this match. Well, Roman Reigns beats everybody anyway. So it's maybe Roman Reigns is finally going to win a match without having the uh, entire bloodline there because we already know the Usos aren't going to be able to make the fight. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I, I think that this is more of a we don't want to feed anybody to Roman Reigns yet. So we're just going to stick Logan Paul in there, and he's a celebrity, and the Saudis are going to get a kick out of it. So there we go. I mean, that, that you know, to me no, is no, what this Nobody wants to see Reigns and Austin Theory in a one-on-one match. You know, they'd probably want to see a Cross or a Drew again, but they did the Drew thing. They're going to wait on Cross. And, you know, who else is on SmackDown? Braun Strowman. Yeah. But why would they give that away on that thing when they can actually use it down the line? That's what I'm saying. I don't think I think this is just a matter of they have some ideas maybe in mind down the road here and they don't want to use them yet. It is crazy to me when they're like oh, out of nowhere. It was like, oh, they're going to announce Reigns and Logan Paul. And it's like, what? It yeah, just like I said, it just reeks of David Arquette again to me. It, it's just a, it to me. It's just a publicity grab. 
That's what it is. Oh, it's I'd it's have Logan Paul. Money in there. Oh God. <laughs> At least people would pop for that. Oh, they like that guy. Yeah, they do. But he's too small. God, that would that would be a disaster. Logan I Paul's just, a disaster. Well, but at least Logan Paul. I mean, Logan Paul has some size to him. I mean, he he does at least have the body of a wrestler. So you know, he he won't look like he'd be a midget standing next to Roman Reigns. So I mean, I I just like I said, I think this is just a stall tactic for WWE. Yeah, I'd like to see like Sami Zayn versus Logan Paul. That'd be cool, but. See that yeah. I, I would have been that would have been more believable. Well, and I and I think the the really bad thing for Logan Paul is look if this is a guy that you want people to eventually take seriously as someone as a wrestler, this is something that you do down the road. You don't throw him in, you know, when his he's a few matches into his career and put him a in a few two and, and one of them was a tag team match and, and he's gonna and he's gonna get probably get you know he'll get his spots in. But he's gonna lose the match, and you've ruined the the whole Logan Paul thing. I I just think this is a terrible idea. I, I so. completely agree. But you can't even let him get too many spots in because that'll make Roman look horrible. If, if Logan Paul gets a couple gets a couple of near falls, it's ridiculous. And Sami Zayn has to save Roman Reigns from the the win that Logan Paul was about to get because they kind of do that with Roman Reigns all the time. Like there always has to be interference. Yeah. So there's. There is. I mean, this very, should be a squash in the very definition of it. You would, you would hope so. But, well, welcome to Crown Jewel, everybody. That's always a lot of fun. And you know, and and, the, and here's the worst part too. There's another pay per view in between here. Yeah, Extreme Rules. We got Extreme Rules coming up. And but, but Roman Reigns isn't on that pay per view, and he's not on there. So we're already hyping the next pay per view with a match that nobody cares. See, about. they could have yeah, said that. Probably going to headline with Cross and McIntyre. See that was it. That's how they could have set it up. They could have set up Cross of McIntyre and Extreme Rules with the winner to face Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel. Wait, right? They're not going to want to feed Cross to Reigns just for him to lose two men. You know, because Cross they they've done well. He's been there six weeks. He's wrestled Drew Gulak in a squash, and that's the only thing he's done. Yeah, and, and you know, like absolutely, like I said everything that I have read says they are still planning on Reigns and The Rock. So. And I, we'll, I but we'll I see where it goes. no, I, I agree, but I don't. I don't see why they believe that Reigns has to have the belt for the Rock and Reigns match to mean anything. Because if he has the belt, everyone knows the Rock can't win because you're not going to make the Rock champion. Well, yeah, but you also got to look at it the other way that Roman Reigns is this in, in uh, you know indestructible force. If Roman Reigns comes in with a loss against the Rock, does that take away from the match? To where The Rock, you know, this guy hasn't going to be lost by the time that is. It's going to be two and a half years, even more, since Roman Reigns would have, you know, lost a match. So, you know, you got to remember that. With the same thing with Hogan. Like, they, they want to make it this big deal. And, you know, they'll make us believe that Rock has a chance to win the match because he's The Rock. Well, we'll see where the WWE... Universal Championship Heavyweight Championship goes, but this is not a path that I'm excited. No, and, and normally I'm, you know, I'm I'm all pro WWE, but to me this is absolutely ridiculous. This is a Vince McMahon uh, booking, not a Triple H booking, is what it know, sounds like. I really believe that Austin Theory is not going to cash in eventually, so I think he's going to lose. 
Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, they they took the case off of Otis, so why not take it off of Austin Theory? Yeah, who knows? What a what a mess this is. What a mess. Well, we did have a championship title change on Monday Night Raw. The one that I really don't understand why it didn't happen before in the first place, but hey, whatever. So we have new women's tag team champions is Dakota Kai and EO Sky. In all caps, by the way, don't forget that. It's EO Sky. Shout it from the heavens. Damage control. Damage control takes out Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah. They are the new women's tag team champions. So, and what makes you're right? What makes no sense? If they were going to do that, why didn't they just have them win the tournament in the first place? Yeah, that's what I. I didn't get that either. I biggest title changes cause a pop. So now they got two pops, and you know the they're very deserving of it. You know they're. They've been one of the best women tag teams for the last, what, five, six years. I know. So it's about time they got the belt. Yeah, man, it's been forever. <laughs> oh, man. I, I just I just don't know where this is going either. I, I don't know if they're still waiting to get Sasha and Naomi. Maybe, maybe Sasha and Naomi come back here at one of these two pay-per-views. And... It could be. I mean, the the, the whole thing turned Shotzi back into a face, right? Because she came out and saved Raquel. I don't This is. But is is is, is Sasha and Naomi going to come back to feud for the tag titles? Or are they going to let them like go since they're one of the top female wrestlers? Both of them just put them back in the singles mix and forget all about them in the tag. Everybody talks about them coming back. But, it, again, it isn't like, you know, they're the road warriors and they've had this long-reigning, you know, tag team championship thing. I don't know. These two have been inseparable. Did you see they just did some sort of modeling thing together that was all over the Internet? I mean, they're they're getting a lot of attention. I mean, Yeah, but yet I, I'm surprised they, if they're bringing them back, I'm surprised they haven't been brought back already. Yeah, well, who knows? There's that that is a tangled web on that one too that, that our buddy Triple H needs to figure out here pretty soon. Uh what else do we have on let's see on Raw this week? Yeah, almost killed two people. Bianca Blair won. Dexter Loomis still. That's <laughs> Dexter Loomis. That story is fantastic. I, I'll tell you what. That uh, that dude I, I don't know if he's ever going to win a championship or if he's ever going to speak or anything like that. He doesn't have to talk. He's just, if you haven't seen Dexter Loomis, he is just the ultimate creeper. I mean, glazed-eyed, scary son of a gun, straight out of a horror movie. And he has just been torturing the Miz and went to his house this time around. The Chateau Marmiz. Oh, so, so bad. So bad, but... But hey, Miz is playing it up. Yep. It's, it's going okay. I don't know where it's going to go, but it's a slow it, burn. It, it's it is a slow burn. Let's just hope it doesn't burn out too badly. But poor Miz. Hey, when, when Loomis was on NXT, was he uh, speaking? No. Well, not no. No, they kept him quiet. Okay. And, yeah. and I, well, by the way, wasn't he with the girl all the time? Yeah. yeah. Well, he had the girl Indy after Hartwell, a while, right? Yeah. They were passing notes. But he never actually spoke. Yeah, he's he's a quiet guy. Okay. He's a quiet guy. Are we going to mention the NXT change? Yeah, we're getting to that. But okay. We only have about a minute and a half to go, so I have to uh, promote. What do you mean the new FSW uh, guy with the belt? Yeah. We'll get. To, we'll mention that. Good move, man. That's a good move. They want everybody to have the belt. So. But, of course, I do have to mention 
this is one of those times where we have to mention one of our sponsors here real quick. And, of course, our good friends over at Trading Made Easy. Guys, if you want to have a chance to pick up, pick up some extra cash, get into automated day trading software with Trading Made Easy. You can go to tradingmadeasy.com. It's so simple. They only need one E in there. Give them a, or go, give them a call at 800-971-4160. You get in a free live trading session. Learn all about it. No obligation. Just give them a call. Go to the website, set up a time to go to one of the live trading sessions. And, man, all you got to do the software is just once you're trained up, you turn it on, off you go, put the money in your pocket, and you're rolling in the dough. So check it out. They've been around for a long time. They're in nine countries, and I can speak for James. He's a good dude. He'll take care of you. So once again, uh, tradingmadeasy.com, 800-971-4160. Hey, we're going to be back with more on the Mark Oak Show in just a couple of minutes. So stick around. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Mark Hoke. Has out-of-control inflation, gas prices, and grocery costs wrecked your wallet? Then check into automated day trading with Trading Made Easy. Trading Made Easy has spent five years helping people put cash in their pockets with their simple-to-use day trading software. So if you're ready to leave that 9-to-5 job behind, visit TradingMadEasy.com or call 800-971-4160 to sign up for a free live training seminar right now. That's TradingMadEasy.com. When it comes to having the right attorney in your corner, you want to have a proven winner on your side. And Russell Dutch Boyd of VegasCouncil.com knows how to win in Las Vegas. Boyd graduated at 18 years old from law school and is also a three-time World Series of Poker bracelet winner. And no matter what legal challenges you're facing, Boyd will help you through it all. As a litigation attorney, he covers multiple areas of law, including personal injury, business law and startup, cyber law and crypto clients, and whatever else you might need to navigate the legal waters of Las Vegas and beyond. Just visit VegasCouncil.com to set up your free initial consultation today. That's Vegas, C-O-U-N-S-E-L dot com, and let Dutch Boyd help you win today. Once again, that's Russell Boyd at VegasCouncil.com. One oh one five FM, seven twenty AM, KDON, the talk of Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. All right, and we are back on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDWN 101.5 FM, 720 AM, the talk of Las Vegas. Station's kicking some butt, and we're dragging them along. A whole lot of fun here. Best in pro wrestling news and entertainment for you. And, of course, don't forget, coming up at the top of the next hour, our special two-hour edition, B. Brian Blair, the Killer Bees, is going to be joining us. So we're looking forward to talking to him about what's going on with the Cauliflower Alley Club. And, of course, he's got a biography out, too, by the way. Truth be told, a 475-page book. This thing is just apparently loaded with wrestling history in it. So I would imagine check that out. I mean, Brian's been around forever. People don't realize how interconnected he is in, uh, with everything that's been going on in wrestling history. So make sure you check that out too. I heard there's a whole chapter dedicated to a feud with the Bolsheviks. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> no, but 
Go go look him up. Uh, Wrestling Data. It, it, it's a fascinating site. Uh, if you've never gone to WrestlingData.com, they have this massive database about wrestlers' matches, results. You can look up an arena if you want to see the history of what's going on there. It's a really cool site. And I went and looked up some stuff on, on Brian before the show. And it's just fascinating. I mean, just some of the tag team partners that he's had. I mean, not just Jim Brunzel, but you you have classic names like Tony Gurria, uh Bulldog Bob Brown, where he won it, he won a title with him. I, I found Abdul the Butcher. Did you guys know that he teamed with Abdul the Butcher in New Japan for about eight matches? I did not know that until you told me. That is crazy. So we're we're looking forward to talking to B. Brian Blair coming up in the next hour. And by the way, guys, real quick, if if you're hungry and you're driving around Las Vegas right now, would highly encourage you. Man, you get some shrimp and grits, catfish and grits over at Family Soul Restaurant. Oh, food is so good over there, isn't it, Fish? It is bomb. Yeah. So make sure you head on over there sometime today. And, of course, they're going to be open all day long. They're serving breakfast right now. You can go over there at 2300 North Rainbow Boulevard, Suite 108. And, of course, you can also visit the website and check them out at FamilySoulRestaurant.com or give them a call 725 205 5085. And of course, if you go over there, make sure you mention KDWN. You can get that People's Choice special catfish, yams, and greens. $15.99. It's all yours just because I'm buddies with them. So check it out. Family Soul Restaurant. So back to SmackDown a little bit, guys. Uh, we did have a couple interesting things happen on SmackDown. Uh I kind of got a kick. I mean, I'm, you know, of course, McIntyre is formally challenged Carrion Cross. I don't know if they're going to do this extreme rules or not. I mean, we're only two weeks out from this thing, guys, and there's only one match on this card. And that match is ridiculous because it's an extreme rules match between Liv and Ronda Rousey, which makes no sense either. Well, you know, they're they're trying to get Liv to be a tough girl. It ain't working. <laughs> we'll see where it goes. But, yeah, that, that did happen, that there is a extreme rules match stipulation added to that. But we don't know if we'll see McIntyre cross at extreme rules or not, but they have to. I mean, there's no, there's nothing else on the card right now. <laughs> you would think, but you know this this is going to be a great match. I I got to tell you, very keyed up to see Drew and Cross go at it, and of course this would be Cross's first really big match on the main roster. You know, guys, your Ever. thought <laughs> your thoughts about McIntyre Cross and where and this feud. I think they, it's great, except for and Joe's already said you have to have Cross win this match. Oh, of course. So I I, I I get tired of seeing matches that I know who has to win. Joe, your your thoughts on this whole thing with with your, your former yeah, trainee, you know, future stars? It was like you know many people felt Drew was going to get that one true run with actually fans there because you know he had to hold up the company, and you know in WWE a lot of times you know people get rewarded for certain things. And a lot of people felt that Drew was going to get the reward, but with bringing Cross back in, all Drew's basically is going to be fodder for, you know, Cross to take that next step to eventually, you would assume, go after Roman Reigns. So, yeah, you know, he has to win. Now, what happens if he doesn't win? You know, we thought when he wrestled Jeff Hardy, he was going to win. Yeah, and, I, but I don't think that Triple H brings him back to kill him. Right, no, and, and uh, 100%. So, you know, you know Roman Reigns ain't going to show up to interfere in their match. 
So it's like it has to be cross or nothing. You know, I'm interested to see because, like, on you know, we look at the bet online. Like, I was I was shocked at how big a favorite Ronda Rousey is. Like, yeah, I guess like they're gonna finally put the belt back on her. It's like to me, it's like, wow, I, I didn't think it was gonna be that obvious that Ronda Rousey is supposed to win. Yeah, but looking at the odds, it makes it seem like yeah. You know, it looks like Ronda Rousey is going to be getting the title back, according to what the odds say. Whether it's true or not, now we'll you know. F- yeah, that that that's the unfortunate thing right now that when you are locked into these stories the way WWE is doing it right now, again, there's the predictability is just ridiculous, and that's what. And that's what ruins it for me. That's what I loved about a lot of the Attitude Era and soon thereafter is the unpredictability. Yeah, well, we'll find out. Well, we got a, We did have a number one contenders match for the tag team titles, and there was a cool spot in this match. We had It was the Brawling Brutes with the New Day and Imperium and Hit Row, and Top Dollar did a spot with two guys on his back and carrying another one. That was pretty cool. I yeah. give I give Top Dollar credit on that one, is I I don't know too. Didn't many. help him win the match though. No, didn't help him win the match, but that was that was a pretty cool spot, showing off a little power from uh, our buddy AJ Francis there. Not bad, but the Brawling Brutes win this match, and that's another match that's going to be at Extreme Rules, obviously, because it can't be at Crown Jewel <laughs> because uh, the the Usos can't be at Crown Jewel. So the. The Brutes get a shot at the tag team titles. I mean, I think it's a nice fill-in, considering you know how over Sheamus and the boys have been. So, not not too disappointed in that. Do they get freebird rules? I don't know. They're doing the ad-libbing. It was like they added, you know, Imperium and the, and the Brutes in there, and you know, took out a couple of teams, which you know shows where they are on the totem pole. Yeah, and- but you know, it's good to see that you know Sheamus's crew has gotten over. And obviously they're now baby faces. Yeah, do, do, do they get freebird rules, or is it is it just uh, Ridge Holland? James and is Butch? not a tag team wrestler. No. He, he doesn't need to be. Gotcha. Okay. No, but I would think. But but you know one thing that that seems to be a theme is that we we feel like we're getting back to the just kind of throw a match out there thing again in WWE instead of the the storytelling. Are you guys concerned about that? That we're falling back into the the Vince McMahon creative trap of, well, whatever we feel like doing this week, we're going to do and for a couple weeks. And no, because I think some of it is trying to undo what Vince McMahon did. Okay, you know the storyline. What do you mean the storyline? The, the, the storyline that never ends. That we get tired of seeing the same teams and the same guys wrestle for, you know, count you know, infinity. You know, it's like. This is something different. Like, oh, okay, and there's new, there's new tag team champions. We've not seen the Usos versus the Brutes, so we haven't seen the Usos versus Imperium. It's like it's fresh. So when when it comes to that situation, you know, you, you would think you have to like it. Do you want to see the Usos in the New Day wrestle for the nine millionth time? No, or even the Usos in the Street Profits again. Right. And it's like let's move on. You get, you know, you you've built. Hopefully, you you've built two new tag teams with Imperium and the Brutes, and maybe the you know I get it the whole storyline, but 
you know, having now one title instead of two and having the bloodline have it for over a year and a half, like, give somebody else a shot. Yeah, I mean, right now, everybody, obviously, the bloodline has gold, except for Sammy. <laughs> right, and obviously they did that with Solo just to, he isn't working NXT, and now they'll just use that belt to, like, show all their guys, being single guys, have a belt, because they weren't going to bring in Solo Sokoa after everything they did with Gunther to have him lose the title to him. But that would be would be the perfect situation. Or they're not going to have him beat Lashley for it. So it's like, hey, let's get him throw away NXT title that has absolutely zero meaning. But now the guy gets to walk to the ring, and now the, the you know they all have belts, so it you know makes it a a bigger deal. Yeah, it makes it so their pants don't fall down. <laughs> so Solo Sokoa, by the way, did win the North American title, the NXT North American title. So all the bloodline. Carrying gold on every show, except Sammy. Except Sammy. Well, well, I think I'd be booking Sammy Zayn to win the twenty four seven title. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh, I hope that thing's in the. Scrappy. I mean, and and that would work because what you're doing is basically giving him the lesser of all the titles, and he can be excited saying, "Hey, look, we're all title holders." And they're all like, "Yeah," but it's right, the- actually, people would pay attention to it. Yeah, and it would it would fit because you're not going to give him the Intercontinental belt or the other belt, the uh, U.S. title. So if Sammy has it, now all of a sudden he's backstage in an interview, and then all of a sudden R-Truth could attack him. Yeah. You know, we haven't seen R-Truth enough. <laughs> yeah. Looking for his, like, 70th reign. Is... Yeah, and and the best part about that is you can, you could go a ton of ways with whether or not the bloodline helps Sammy retain that title or not. I think Roman should win the 24-7 title. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I think Roman should win that. Could you? But could you imagine how terrible that would be if he won the title and then somebody somebody's got to beat him for it? Yeah, you know, maybe maybe Sammy, Sammy Zayn beats him. Maybe maybe Roman wins the twenty four seven title and then he just says, "I don't want this thing," and he just lays down for Sammy and says, "Here." I don't even think Here he lay down. I think he just give it to Sammy. Well, but or Roman Reigns says, "Here, I'm going to lay down the belt," and he accidentally lays down the wrong belt, and it's the Universal Title. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so much fun! Sammy we could have. switched it on him. I think I think they're building to a a Sammy turn where he starts to help Kevin Owens because they've turned Kevin Owens obviously to a face. Yeah, yeah, he just beat up Austin Theory pretty hard on Raw. So, yeah, well, be patient, I guess. Everybody, we'll see what happens with WWE, and they're changing NXT. Yeah, NXT is now white and gold. I the, like the, the new logo. Looks, I like that new, new logo. logo. Looks good. Not a big fan of NXT 2.0 ever. So the 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 puke paint logo is gone. See you later. And they're bringing back Takeover. And the Takeovers are coming back, which is great. Those cards were absolutely fantastic. We'll see if uh, the new kids can carry it. That's going to be the trick. But yeah, so you know. They've, so we got white. So we kind of took the two logos and blended it together and made it look like somebody didn't spill a paint store on it. it is, is that Triple H is doing or is that Shawn Michaels doing? Because I know Shawn Michaels now in charge of NXT. Ah, it's both. Okay. I'm I'm sure that was a shot over the bow at Uncle Vince. I'm sure it was too. So, but yeah, so some interesting stuff going on in WWE. And the, the other rumor I heard real quick about WWE is that Vince McMahon is going to be the a 2023 Hall of Fame inductee. I did see that. Uh, might as well get it done. 
Don't want to do it. Don't want to do it when he's passed away or something. Like no, that. the problem is when he's got all this stuff hanging over his head. Can you put him in the Hall of Fame? Isn't that a little like putting Chris Benoit in the Hall of Fame? No, I. It's, it's, nah, because then they could have a speech, and instead of one person inducting Vince McMahon, they could have at least seven or eight divas who slept with him, and they could <laughs> induct him into the Hall of Fame. It'll oh. be a very entertaining show. So what you're saying is Vince McMahon's Hall of Fame induction will have a schmoz. Here's. Here's, yes. here's three million for you. Here's a million for you. Make it a game show giveaway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. We're on the Mark Oak show. I'm Mark Oak. Yeah, Linda, Linda McMahon will come out in the wheelchair and hand everybody a check. Comatose. Jesus. I'm Mark Oak along with Andrew Fishfane, Joe DeFalco from Future Stars of Wrestling, talking the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. And don't forget, coming up at the start of the next hour. We are joined by B. Brian Blair. So all you old school fans going to get a chance to hear from the former Killer B. And, of course, uh, was a mainstay in the Florida Championship Wrestling from Florida, one of my favorite territories, too. Won a couple titles down there. So look forward to having B. Brian Blair on the show. All right. So we head over to All Elite Wrestling, and we have a – a pretty big night for the company as they try to regroup from the backstage brawl it all out. And we have a world title match along with a bunch of other ones. But By the way, that'd be a good name for a show called the Backstage Brawl. Yeah. Why not? Absolutely. Yeah. So the the show at Arthur Atch, which was a huge success uh, last year, uh, we are coming back to and... It is going to be a world championship match between Brian Danielson and John Moxley. And while Fish, the I can't stand AEW, I'm a WWE apologist, rolls his eyes. No, it's just that that, that, that was booked. The whole tournament was booked ridiculously badly because it was you didn't even need the tournament. You might as well have just said it's going to be Danielson and Moxley because that was obvious. That's what it was going to be. Well, they tried and to give... basically it is the winner gets to wrestle MJF at the next pay-per-view. Right, and and Danielson is going to win this. And I, I, I'm not so sure I, I like the whole idea of this, the firm, either. Now, we'll, we'll get into the firm and all the other things that are going on, but uh, the, the Arthur Ashe card, uh, that is going to be leading the way. And, uh, you know, I, I still expect a really good match between those two. Uh, it's... Oh, absolutely. They're great. I mean, there's, there's no doubt that they can put on a hell of a show, but... It was just, why even have the tournament when it was obvious what the outcome was going to be? Well, we've had we've had tournaments like that before, though. It, it, a lot of times it works like that, though, Fish. You know that. And I and every time I still think it's ridiculous. There's no point in dragging. If, I mean, if you're going to have an upset along the way, great. But if you're going to have it just look, go chalk, and you go, okay, this is exactly what's going to happen. If I can nail it, there's no point in doing it. Yes. Well, yeah, that's all you know, fine and dandy that you think it's predictable. But what happens in the middle of the match? There's a double down, and all of a sudden, the hooded guy comes out, and it's CM Punk, and he lays them both out, and he's still the champ. <laughs> you know, the- he has been a guy where they had a tournament in WWE to crown a new champion, and before they crowned the new champion, who showed up? CM Punk. Yeah, I mean, but it's expecting a good one here, but. Uh, our our good friends at betonline.ag right now do have Danielson's Brian winning. Yeah, he's winning as the favorite on that at minus 300 Moxley at a plus two. They're, they're, they're not going to put Mox, the, the belt on Moxley for a third time. Yeah, I think, and I, but I, the one, I, the one thing that fascinates me the most about this though, is that 
I think that this move is being made to give AEW number one, the other than Punk is the most recognizable guy in the company, is a guy that people have a ton of respect for and like, and you know is I think is more of an image changer than anything else, you know, because there there are other guys you could have put the title on, but I think that giving Brian Danielson the title is a move to kind of settle things down backstage and and also give the fans somebody that they're going to be that they're heavily behind. You know, I, well, I they feel they can trust them. That's all right. But and that's what I'm saying. I think I think it's a yeah. His his post match scrum is not going to involve any swear words or, or Colt Cabana. So no, it's not. <laughs> and unfortunately, they need to do that. You know, and again, sometimes the obvious choice is the right choice. And if they want to mellow things out, you put it on Danielson and, and you let him run. You know, he's going to have a good. You know, he's going to have good matches or great matches with everybody. The problem becomes. Are you putting it on Danielson just to give it to MJF? Yeah, and that and that's an intriguing question. That's another thing that's up on BetOnline.ag is is MJF going to win the world title before the end of twenty twenty two? And they actually have it now at a minus three hundred that he will. So yeah. he, he, wasn't it and minus two hundred that he won't when it came out? I'll tell you. Yeah, there were actually a couple flips on this because they also have the odds up for the acclaimed and swerve in our glory and. Last week they had Swerve in Our Glory as a favorite, but that is now flipped to the acclaimed minus four hundred. So should have got it last See, week. If you would have bet both sides. You would have had to have a winner. Yeah, good point. Yeah, so that's good. middled it. Yeah, but but you guys you guys are okay with uh, Brian Danielson? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it's the right choice to make him the champ, but. And I mean, especially with everything that's going on, I just didn't like the obviousness, and I didn't think Moxley had to be the guy that he faced. Well, what would you have done in the, to change that obviousness? What What do you think would have been the right thing to do? Uh, anything. Go ahead. I don't want to see Daniel Garcia in that match. No, I mean you, but you, but with that entire roster of wrestlers that you could have had in there, you you may maybe make other champions be a big get an automatic entry into the tournament because they're already a champion. You could have had Wardlow fight fighting Daniel Bryan, right? But they, he wasn't going to win, so they probably don't want to give him a loss. No, so. but but I'm saying you could have had Wardlow beat get up to a, fighting a Moxley in the semifinal and beat Moxley and then be able to face face Daniel Bryan or sorry I keep calling Daniel Bryan Bryan Danielson yeah. it, it's all about protection you know they they want to protect who they want to protect and they, again why, why did Sammy Guevara deserve a spot why did they have Sammy Guevara win a first round match you know I don't know you know Darby Allen may with Sting around wouldn't it be Cool to see Darby Allen versus Moxley. Yeah, and and you're right. And the problem is they're not they're not protecting Moxley. A, they gave him the loss a week after he got the win over CM Punk, and then you know you're giving him another loss against Brian Danielson. So there's no protection there for Moxley. No. Yeah, but you know, the more you sit back and think, it's like, man, this has to be a work, even though it most likely isn't. But it's just like. All of a sudden, they gave the match away on TV for Moxley to win, and then they did the thing with Punk, and then that happened. And it's like, it is just so bizarre. It's bizarro world. Now we're gonna find out, but they're but you know, pretty good card coming up from Arthur Ashe, and they're actually doing a two-hour uh, show for Rampage this week. So I heard tickets aren't moving very well. Well, we'll find out. Well, the, the six people that watch Rampage may enjoy it. 
Wow. So you're saying Mark and five others? Exactly. Well, you know what? Then we're going to enjoy it because it's going to be some good wrestling. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, okay. If it was good wrestling, it would be on Dynamite. I don't know. They put on some pretty good shows. But, you know, one other match that's going to be pretty intriguing on there, uh, Chris Jericho and Claudio Castagnoli for the Ring of Honor title. That should be a fun one to watch. I mean. Yeah. Now, that one I, I is not obvious. I don't know how Chris Jericho all of a sudden got vaulted into the uh, the number one contendership. But. Well, the 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 intriguing part about about that is that some of the rumors that I've been hearing are that they want to put Jericho in as the Ring of Honor champion as they're getting ready to put a TV show out that they want to have Jericho headlining. Plus, he's never won the Ring of Honor title, so you get a little push out of that. And you know, and I don't know, but I'm, but I'm not big on Claudio taking a loss there. You know, I just it, it, it's a tough spot. I mean, what do you guys think about that? I think that they haven't done nearly enough with the Ring of Honor to make it matter at this point. Joe, what are your thoughts on that match? Yeah, it's like, you know, you put the belt on them. It's supposed to be a big deal. They're not really running any shows. So it's like you could say, hey, this guy's had the belt for three months. He's had like, you know, one or two matches defending the title. And it's like, yeah, I see the idea of Chris Jericho winning it. and He could be the face of Ring of Honor. But do you really want a 50-year-old guy to be the face of Ring of Honor? <laughs> I did it with PCO, and it actually worked out okay for a while. A little bit. Yeah, I'm not sure. You know, it, it was kind of a uh, – PCO was, is an intriguing guy that they had, and I, I think it was because people left, and Matt Taven experiment didn't really work that well. And there's rumors PCO's talking, coming back to WWE. WWE. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Oh, that would be something else. That would be fun. Get a kick out of that one. Did yeah, he but, get to be, uh, you, you know, Carl Pierre Roulette again? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that wraps up hour number one. B. Brian Blair is going to be joining us in hour number two. So stick around for buzz, that. Buzz. Yeah. So, buzz, buzz. And of course, yeah, don't buzz, buzz. I'm going to see you guys next week. I got a bail. All right. Well, don't forget to follow us on social media Twitter, Mark Hoke Show, Facebook, The Mark Hoke Show. Give us a like there. Go to MarkHokeShow.com. We would certainly appreciate it. Stop it, Fish. You're a terrible human being. But <laughs> he threw me off, too. Uh, and, of course, our podcast at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. We'll be back for more with B. Brian Blair next hour. Stick around. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show. And download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening.